It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard, Dennis and uh, Brady. Trying to get back into the regular uh, routine swing of things, and we kind of apologize for the way it's been. But really, once basketball season winds down and until we kind of get into the full swing of the baseball-softball season, which we've got a full schedule of games this week, that doesn't mean we're going to get a full schedule. Yeah, <laughs> I mean we're starting our coverage starts Tuesday. Um, Port Huron's at Cross Lex for a doubleheader in softball, and Divine Childs at St. Clair in baseball. That's where we were. We are supposed to be, but man, Mother Nature's looks like she's going to hit us early and often this week. Uh, it might not be till Thursday, depending on how some fields are that we get games in it, it really it's that's the one thing i don't miss about spring sports is figuring out wh- who's playing and who's not because sometimes those decisions are made at like 3 15 3 30 and we'd like to get to another game but sometimes it's just yeah and sometimes we show up expecting a game and then no one's there and we go oh all right it was canceled yeah well i mean these things happen it's, it's high school oh, yeah. sports and and it's michigan um, but just the the fact that um, we're hopeful <laughs> of stuff. There, there's a schedule for things. There's places that we can go as long right. as things go. And the the temperatures aren't really bad. For no, this week. I don't think we're ever whether or not we're going to stay dry. I think we're going to be able to avoid maybe the snow games that we've gotten in years past. But yeah, the <laughs> the rain looks like it's going to come early. So the farmers are happy, but we are not. No, so uh, we'll hope to, to bring you some action, uh, but we'll, uh, in the meantime, with what we have, um, uh, have a little d- discussion uh, when we come back, and we'll get it all going in just a moment. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match, because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet... Nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs o'connor realty small enough to know you large enough to serve you brady Beaton here again to tell you about tp logos tp logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel head to their store at 901 michigan avenue any impressive selection has now doubled i guarantee if you go into tp logos you will find something you love for your local team if they don't have what you like they'll custom make something just for you that's tp logos at 901 michigan avenue in marysville 
Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, you're back with uh, Dennis and Brady, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. And uh, Brady, where where do you want to go first? What do you want to get into? Because I know you've got a couple of different things. There's a few things we can talk about before we actually get into game action. But early in the season, I think this is one of the biggest difference between baseball and softball. We talk about in, in basketball how much stock you put into games that are played in early December. Uh, for baseball and softball, I actually think there's a little bit of a difference. Um, and it, and it comes down to pitching that for softball really right away. I feel like you can put not, it's not going to define a team what they do in early to mid April, but I feel like you can get a much better read on a softball team early than you can a baseball team early just because of the pitching aspect. One, um, to be a very successful baseball team, you probably need four to five pitchers that you can always rely on to various degrees. For softball, if you have one or two, you can get going. And I could be way off base on this, but I bet that it takes a little longer to get baseball arms thrown overhand into into shape than it does the softball underhand that it might not have as much of a ramp-up period. Yeah, there, there's a lot less wear and tear, obviously, uh, with the softball, even though they they pitch a lot more. Right. Um, and you're right, because generally, if you have a stud, you're set in softball. If you can hit just a little, if you've got that dominant pitcher, and if you've got two. I mean, we talked about it last year. In Algonac, you have DeLang, who hardly ever gets to pitch, and she'd be a number one. And this is not an exaggeration. She'd be a, a number one on all three quarters of the team teams in her league. Mm, I mean, well, okay, her in Richmond, maybe an exception. In Richmond, she um, might not be the number one, but we'll say three quarters of the team in the area. She just because the league's really good. I mean, there are a lot of teams in our area 
that if they had her suddenly become right. a little more than legit. Well, and you know early you're going to see maybe a little more of that. But, yeah, as the season winds on, you can see the same pitcher throw both games in a district. And, you, again, early, you know who the pitchers are going to be, and they're going to be ready to go where baseball, like we have Algonac on the docket in, in uh, baseball twice this week. Okay, we see Kasner, we see Thomas, or whoever they have. At most, you're expecting 55, 60 pitches maybe, depending on how much much bullpen they've thrown. Even then, you're going to be very careful because you don't want to risk anything. So, yeah, in the two games we have on the docket for Algonac this week, might see three innings of a pitcher, maybe four if they're dealing. But early on in baseball, I just feel like, you get an idea more so of the of the hitting and if the weather's good, the fielding. Because that's the other thing, and this is true for both baseball and softball. If you have a bad game fielding um, when it's 40 and a little wet and windy, I'm going to forgive that a little more than if you have errors. Basically, once the month turns over to May, you need to have that cleaned up. Yeah, if, if you're making six errors when it's warm out – you probably have a problem defensively. Right. If that happens to you, you know, when it's uh, 32 degrees and there's a freezing sleet coming across, yeah, don't don't buy into that that much. Don't go, oh, I saw that player play and they're terrible. No, they're, they were playing in just really a dumb situation that you shouldn't have to play in. Um, but we, we have to if we want to get a, a season in right. any decent number of Because games. it's already – um, about eight weeks. And for BWAC teams, they have basically a week before they get started with conference play. And last year, I think the first series of the year for Algonac was against Richmond, and, and they lost those games. And I think that was that was a big factor in what it the uh, the series or the BWAC ended up being. And it was played in the first week of the year. And I would have liked to get that played a little later, but yeah, for baseball. This week, yeah, you get to get a feel of what everyone's going to be like. You get a feel of how the, the, the coaches are going to put everything together, and they're still trying to figure some things out because unlike basketball where you probably have a month or so, like the entire month of December, unless you have an early league game, is kind of the coaches figuring out how they want to get ready for the new year, and that's when the, the, the real season starts, the, the conference play. For baseball and softball, more so baseball because it's more dominated by league play, kind of have a week to figure that out. And if the rain comes, you might have less than 10 innings to figure it yeah, out. Yeah, that, that's the other problem with, with the weather. So there's a little more leeway for MAC teams. They do a little more non-conference stuff or, or crossover Yeah, because they only have six in the stuff. league compared to – Eight you know, in the so so you you might have a couple of weeks before you start playing your series in your league. Whereas you the, the BWAC, you, you you got basically this week, and if your games get rained out, well, you're going to open against the league opponent, right? And what have you figured out? What do you know? You know, you don't get a chance to maybe look at players. Maybe you're you're you're, you're looking at a position, and you've got two guys. 
and you haven't figured out quite yet who your right. guy you is there. Right, you have that there. sophomore that's made the jump to varsity now as a junior. How, how much have they matured? How how do they handle it? And you know this, Dennis. So much of baseball is mental that yeah, you can you you see guys all the time that probably rake in the cage or can can field a ground ball when no one's watching. But sometimes when you get out there, it's just a little different. Yeah, and you'd rather you, do your experimenting against Lutheran North or right. Memphis or KPAC or whoever yeah. you're playing that day, Oxford or whatever, yeah. than to have to do that in a league game that, if you lose it, it's going to affect the standings later in the year. Right, because, again, you're trying to figure out what you're – how you want your lineup to be set, and you can only figure out so much in a gym. And I know so, the, the the really good teams, a lot of those kids will be throwing or doing stuff basically year-round, so you don't have to worry about those. But a lot of times it's those role players that make the difference and figuring out. But for softball, at least in this area, the pitchers we have are elite, and you kind of know who they're going to be, and those are who you can rely on early to get through. And I think we'll get some decent pitching matchups early on. And, yeah, for the Elmont-Marysville doubleheader in softball this week, if if it gets played, I put not a ton of stock, but I'm putting a little more stock in those results than I would, say, the uh, Algonac-St. Clair baseball game. Well, I know those are going to be two good teams. If St. Clair beats Algonac, I'm not going to say, oh, Algonac's not that good, or if Algonac rolls St. Clair. I'm going to... Use it as a data point, but not as much as I will for softball just because I think it just takes a little longer for baseball to get into the swing of things. No yeah. pun intended. No, I, uh, I, I agree because, again, pitching is a different animal between the two sports. And that's why on the weekends we usually do more softball because you get Algonac, Marysville in softball or you get Marine City and Richmond in softball you know they can throw their number one and not worry about it where you get, like last year, you did Liggett and Richmond baseball and neither of them threw any of their pitchers that they were going to use in the league. Yeah, I, I heard, oh, there's this guy and there's this guy and, and the, they've got this guy and he throws the ball almost 100 miles an hour and it's like, so what? I'm not going to see him. Right. And I didn't. <laughs> so, yeah, you'll see a lot of those guys that they're trying to find innings for the, the I guess, the deeper part of the bullpen for teams. But for softball, you so can get those. Pernello pitching inning yeah, last right? year in the league of you, you can get <laughs> You can get two aces going against each other in softball, and even early. Yeah, you, you could see McLean go all seven innings against Marysville, where, again, for baseball, we're, we'll be happy if we see four innings from a pitcher. Yeah, uh, and and with, with that too, they might by plan, you know, go all right. Today we have to pitch these guys because we have to see an oh, yeah. inning or two from them to see what they can do. Exactly, because again, for all the BWAC teams, you have to figure out who your pitchers are going to be. I think everyone has a pretty good idea who their ace is, but I'm not sure everyone knows who necessarily is getting the the ball on game two of the series. And that, and that's when you see those games where it's like, well, geez, this game was nothing, nothing in the fourth, and then all of a sudden nine runs got scored. Exactly. You know. And that's the difference between making a deep run in, in the playoffs or not is having those is the the deeper pitching staffs. Yeah, and uh, and of course the the other part of it too because it it swings both ways pun intended uh in the cold weather oftentimes the bats don't get going 
early right. either. Or, or you see games where a team might score runs, but it wasn't because they hit no. the ball. It was because there were walks and errors. There'll be seven walks and yeah. five errors and three you, hits. You'll see those games where they had 13 runs, but only four or five hits. Because mm-hmm. uh, in the cold weather and the wet weather, it is sometimes tougher to to get the bat on the ball. And when, when you do face the guys in our area, and we have a few Brady, who they're going to miss a lot of bats this oh, year. Oh, yeah. I mean, Josh Kasner missed a ton of bats last year. I know we talk about him every time. But there are other guys out there that I'm very excited to see how they do this year. Um, no, I don't want to put undue pressure on anybody. But yeah, there's but Trenton Vagie in Marysville. I got my eye out on, on him. Mm. And, and I hope when I catch Marysville this year, I see him throw a few times. Well, he was throwing hard last year, and they're yeah. going, going to need him to throw well for them this year. You know, they, they always have pitching in St. Clair. That's a pitching factory. It'll just be younger, but. They'll always, we know they'll have pitching in Richmond. Mm-hmm. You know, so there'll be a lot of fun out there. And then discovering the guys we don't know. Right. You know, and, and, and you know, go, oh, I didn't know about this guy, but wait right. till you see. Right. You know, I, I, I enjoy that part of it, too, in the early season. I do as well. As, as we're thawing out. Um, and, and talking and, and trading notes from the games that we see. <laughs> and trying to figure out what's real and what's not. Yeah, because that, that's the other part. And I guess that's in any sport, but it seems more so, uh, especially in baseball. Right. Softball, I, I think I know what we're getting into. Yeah, that's because there's a lot. I think there's more established talent. We're yeah, not, and, there and wasn't a lot of it of coming exodus. back this year. Yeah. So I would agree with that. All right, uh, you got anywhere else you want to go? No, with, let's with let's this? take a break and then we will come back with some more. Okay, they they did uh, something. Uh, it won't take long to talk about, but the the Mac. Oh yeah, we the, can we the, can talk yeah. about that. Yuck, yuck, Mac. Get ready for outdoor fun at Alpine Cycles in downtown Port Huron. Skateboards, bikes, longboards, and accessories. They have everything you need to enjoy the warm weather. Alpine Cycles offers the best selection, and they're always getting new daily arrivals. Stop by Alpine Cycles today at 762 Huron Avenue at the corner of Huron and Glenwood or call 982-9281. Open Monday from 10 until 6, Friday and Sunday, noon to 4. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Ameriprise advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise financial advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. 
Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When you need your next vehicle, stop by Jepson Car Company today. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back, Dennis and uh, Brady. Just real quick, uh, a, a pet peeve of mine um, is the, the Mac kind of dissolve the bronze and move those teams into the silver and then push some silver teams up in the so the gold and the silver are a couple of teams bigger than all the other divisions because they basically took away division. Um, aesthetically, I know it's no big deal, but the six team leagues make sense to me. And again, I get it. The bronze isn't as good as the other league. They're the smaller schools. They're the the, the schools that that struggle. But so be it. So be it. Moving them to other divisions isn't going to make them better. I don't think it's more about that. I think it's more that the silver was just as bad, and and they were only playing two game series anyway. But so it, it goes in cycles, anyways, and uh, so it, it's bad for a little while, and the, and then when it gets good, what are you going to do? Then everybody's going to be complaining that we got six teams in the silver that are all good, and if they had another division, more than one team could win something. Uh, I I don't know. I really didn't care when I saw it. It didn't move the needle positively or negatively. Yeah, it just I means just, Marine City, they'll have more league games now. It won't be as structured, but instead of only playing 10 league games, they're up to, I think, 14 because they have, or what's it? They have nine teams in the gold. They have eight. So they'll play 14 league games, and uh, it's more league games for them, and I don't mind that. I like that they get to play more league games because they were only playing 10 last year compared to other teams that were playing 15 or in the BWAC were playing 14. So I think that's probably another reason why is that they're only going to play two-game series. Might as well give them more opponents and more league games. Yeah. Don't like it. Anyways, that that's just a personal thing for me, and, and I'm fine with you not having a problem with it. Um, let, let's talk a little bit about how things – uh, size up this year because that's the other thing. Like the BWAC, I always know. I know the there are eight teams. I know what eight teams they are, and, and I know that everybody plays everybody. Uh, you know, 
And when we get into the MAC, you got to double check every year who's with who, what what are our matchups, uh, and we get um, St. Clair is in the white. I guess the only other area team is Anchor Bay, but they're, again, they're kind of isolated away. Where Marysville, yeah, they might struggle a bit in the white just because they're young, and if they don't figure it out quickly, I, I have to look to see who their first couple series are against. But again. They don't have a ton of time to figure it out. There's not a lot of time for all the young talent to mature. And if they drop those first couple series, it might not look as aesthetically pleasing. They might actually get a repeat of basketball where their early season isn't good, but by the end of the season they're playing really solid and are much better than their record. And that's really what you want to do. You want to right. improve. Yeah, I, w- I want to win a, a league title, but if it's between winning a league title and being good enough to uh, win a, a regional, don't you want to be good enough to win the regional? Well, I'm going to say uh, St. Clair and Nick Black probably thinks they have the pitching because this week they have four and four scheduled. They host Divine Child on Tuesday at Notre Dame Prep on Wednesday at Algonac on Thursday, and they host Marine City on Friday. So they must feel they at least have the quantity of arms to get them through that grueling stretch. And and those are like those are good games. Like, those are all they're, really. They're good not teams. going up against you know. Oh, we're we're going to. They're mercy not going down to the team. silver gonna, and playing. Yeah, yeah, no, they're they're going against uh, teams that if they're not ready to play them. You can get embarrassed playing those games. Yeah, because Divine Child last year, I saw um, the – I can't remember the, the pitcher for Divine Child, but he shut down Mooney. Um, Notre Dame Prep, that's the name at least. We don't. I don't know how good or bad they are, but you just expect them to be good at everything. We know what Algonac is. They're one of the favorites in D3, whether they like us saying that or not. Yeah. They – <laughs> don't be so good. And then Marine City is, go- is the defending gold champs. And it's a rivalry game, and it's the last of the four games. Right. So early on, St. Clair probably at least thinks they have um, – they'll find out if they have the arms <laughs> or not real quick. But in the blue, I do like that Marysville High and Northern are, are all put together, and two of the three teams have – have new coaches in the dugout this year. Yeah, th- this is uh, this is going to be interesting. Uh, again, the Big Reds have been down for a couple of, of seasons, and, and we're really hoping for a turnaround. We're really hoping to get something better from them because, again, w- we do think there's some talent uh, there. The, the question, as it is with everybody, Going to be the pitching. What kind of pitching do they have? Are they going to throw strikes? And are they going to catch the balls behind their pitchers? But as individual talent go, they've got some dudes. Yes, they do. Um, And I do like that they are with um, Northern and Marysville. That's at least some familiarity. All the three other teams in their division last year were pretty solid with Lakeview, Lons Cruz, and Frazier. None of them were bad. I don't know how much the turnover is, but it wasn't as if the league was that bad. Like even Marysville, who again record wise wasn't great, was never like they very rarely got blown out. They just again could never get those fifty fifty games. And yeah, the blue's going to be tough. It honestly, I, I'm not sure what Northern is. I know um Bloink's back. He's probably going to spearhead that pitching staff. Have to see what else there is for Northern. Um, I know they bring back other talent, but 
Lance Cruz, I mean, they're the defending Mac Blue champions. Lakeview was good last year. Frazier's always solid. I Yeah, the Blue should be interesting, and we get to find out a little bit about some of those teams later this week. I mean, we at least get to see Marysville. Um, and then uh, next week we get, I believe, we get to see some uh, PH and Northern. Yeah, for Northern, for me, Brady, it's uh, I'd like to see some consistency. Because if if you look at their numbers from last year, it's deceptive. You go, oh, well, they were okay offensively. Actually, that's where I thought they struggled. But what would happen is once a week they'd have a game where they'd score 14 runs against somebody. Yeah. And then for the rest of the week, they wouldn't get five runs. Yeah, they would. They'd get them in big spurts. Yeah, they they'd have the big games here and there that would kind of bolster the overall numbers and and go. Oh well, they average five runs a game, but they don't, or they didn't. Um, and this year, that's what I'd like to say. If you're the average is fine, but just actually do the average, right? So I mean, yeah. With looking at the white and base or the the Mac and baseball, um, Marine City's down in the gold as well. Again, they have a slew of teams, seven other teams that are all down in Macomb County and, and farther away. So they'll have a lot of travel, but I think Marine City should be competing for a league title. Yeah, there there isn't anybody there where you go, oh, well, I mean, the one team kind of sticks out, Roseville, because every once in a while they have some dudes. Yeah, but- they do, but again... Baseball, you can have one or two dudes, but if you don't have anything around them, you're not going to be very good. But, I mean, I, I, I feel like th- they'll compete. Um, and, and actually, you know, because we, we just automatically go, Marine City, football. And, yeah. And we kind of get the blinders on and, and close. They've been pretty good in baseball recently. They have. They they did lose a lot from last year, but they still have some pretty good players back. Yeah. Um, in the softball... Marysville and St. Clair are in the white, and it's just I think it's just going to be really tough because they're it's a really good division. Um, you, Lance Cruz North was really good last year. I know we saw Stevenson a lot. They've been solid for a while. Uh, Lakeview, I think, was decent last year, if I remember correctly. So Marysville and St. Clair could win it, but again, they I think they get started fairly early with league play as well. They're going to have to figure out how what they're going to be. Yeah, I saw Utica extensively against Marysville last year. Uh, I saw them three three games in two days uh, because they played a doubleheader in their league, and then the next day they played each other in a tournament at Algonac, and in, in all three of those games it was double digits to double digits. They could hit, but they had issues you know, with pitching and with catching the ball too. So uh, I, I – Lakeshore, I don't know a whole lot about, but yeah, Lakeview, Lance Cruz, North, Stevenson, we, we've been seeing them in recent years, and they're good, but you know what? Uh, I'm excited. Um, number one, because this is the first time in a couple of years where we're looking at Marysville and we're going, okay, pitching, who's it going to be? Like, we knew about Kirsten Smith. We knew Megan Lenarski was the person they were grooming to come in after her, but not, now we're looking at it going, Who's who? Do they have the the established pitcher who's going to throw for them, or is that going to be an early season battle for somebody to to 
to grab that spot. I think the Vikings are going to hit. Um, yeah. I'm excited to watch Avery Walters and Megan Winston play this season. Uh, I'm I'm excited to see uh, the young parent girl and, and if her bat continues to improve because she was hitting the ball hard at the end of last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and St. Clair, I, I know they lose Avery Paul, but I still think St. Clair's going to be good this year. Well, they always are. You know there's always talent down there. Um, and excited to see Claire Borg. Yes. A healthy Claire Borg. In the blue, Mar- Marine City, Port Huron, Port Huron Northern. They compete. Uh, Gross Point South hasn't been very good. Uh, Cousineau, Lance, Cruz, and Frazier are all usually solid down there with them. I think Port Huron High and Northern might struggle a bit. I think they'll be a, they might be improved because uh, Northern lost basically just a couple players off that team from last year. Where and I think Port Huron's bringing in some decent players. Uh, Marine City, I think they have the bet the best bet just because they have Jocelyn Dietland and. Pitching will reign supreme. If she can be what she was at times last year, they'll be in every single game in the blue, and they'll hit enough to give her some support. Yeah, because uh, there's still a Volkman there. There's still Blanchard is there. Mm. I think Paige Nelson will be a player that we talk a little more about this year on the offensive side of things. Dietland can hit. Um, and I, yeah, right. I, I, I think uh, Mar- Marine City and – we know how they're coached. Um, Coach Laboon is has an aggressive style. Um, so on days where the bats aren't going, they can still manufacture runs because they'll take the extra base. They'll right. force the defense into mistakes. They'll steal. Um, you know. So yeah, I, I think Marine City will be in good shape for PH and Northern. It's uh, again, how do the younger players? Do what they're supposed to do. They finding pitcher pitchers that throw strikes and defenders that catch the ball and throw it to the right base. And do they have the pitching? Yeah. Can you find consistent pitching? Because as we've seen, hitting has kind of taken over a bit. And if you don't have that really solid pitcher, there's going to be some a lot of hard hit balls going all over the the ballpark or out of the ballpark. Yeah. It can it can turn into a pinball machine real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of why I'm enjoying softball these days. Right. I just uh, the, there's a lot of action. You don't have to wait around for stuff. Speaking of waiting around for stuff, and we can talk about this in our last segment because um, you know you you kind of you kind of poked me on this one, but uh, the whole pitch clock thing that they're doing in Major League and would it work? I'm all in on the pitch clock. I love it. And we can talk about that in our last segment. All right. We'll uh, take a break and be right back. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-877. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. 
Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 this is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. They have the area's best selection of pickups and SUVs. And now Kaywood Auto is offering corrosion-free rust proofing. Call 987-3030. That's 987-3030 to make an appointment. Voted 2021 Best of the Best and President's Award winner plus 2022 Dealer of the Year, Kaywood Auto is open Saturdays 9 until 2. Visit www.kaywoodauto to make an appointment. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref! That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Hey, welcome back. Dennis and uh, Brady on a uh, Monday. All right, um, I'm, I'm going to admit that I haven't watched a lot of Major League Baseball yet. Well, we're only like three day games yeah. into the season. And, and the Tigers are just so terrible that I can't watch it, it or, li- not, or listen to it. It's not good. Um, it is very not good. So uh, the, I like the idea of a pitch clock, but I have to be honest, I don't have a lot of input on it because I haven't really watched it and how it's moving these games along. It makes the game so much better. There is a flow, and it's like if you go back and watch a game from the 60s or 70s where it's catch, all right, let's go, let's go, boom, boom, boom. Um, I've watched some Tigers games. I've watched a couple other Major League Baseball games, and it 
just makes the game flow so much better. And for any purist that says, well, it takes away you no know, from anything, it take no, it just takes away from takes the away waiting from, boredom. from the waiting between pitches. It never feels rushed. It feels like there's a good rhythm and pace to the game now. And I am all in. I think it is awesome. It is one of the best rule changes that the sport has done in my lifetime. Three games in and it just, I never feel like I'm waiting around for something. I don't find myself looking at my phone or getting distracted in between pitches. It's like, okay, we're going. And even when things are happening, they're happening or things aren't happening, okay, it's a walk or whatever, it's going quickly. And that kind of came down to, we were talking before the show, could you could this ever trickle down to high school? I believe college is doing it now as well, at least at some levels, um, has a pitch clock. Could this ever trickle down to high school? Because, I mean, the games aren't terribly long. I don't think the it was as bad as you'd see in some major league games. But, yeah, sometimes baseball games in high school can take a while. Yeah, you, the, one of the reasons, again, that I lean towards softball is you don't generally have this issue. Girls get in the box, they stay in the box. Pitcher gets the ball, they pitch the ball. Um, and, and there's not a lot of downtime. The defenders aren't, you know, kicking around in the grass, you know, and, right. and doing that. You know, they have to be ready to go in in their position. Whereas, yeah, baseball can take a long time. I've never understood why guys have to step out between every – redo their bat. How did – did your batting gloves really come loose while you were standing there taking one pitch? Or did you swing so hard that – like, I mean, I, I didn't get that. And I, and I also – like, I, I don't know. Part of it, I guess, is gamesmanship and trying to get into each other's – heads but when it really sticks out to me is the playoffs I should be excited about playoff baseball and I can never watch it because because I know that I can change the channel go away for 45 minutes and come back and they'll still be in the same half inning all right that's maybe a bit exaggerated no it's not Brady no I swear, 45 minutes. Yes. No, it's not. I have had situations like that where I have watched an entire sitcom episode and then gone back to the baseball game, and it's still like the top of the third. Maybe three or four batters later, but it's still the same half inning, and it's not because anything's happened. The score hasn't changed. There might be runners on, but it's just that all this silliness – and unnecessary nonsense going on. Oh, you don't want to rush the guy. He might make him ah. play baseball. Anyway, so in Dennis's world where there's a 13-and-a-half-hour game in the postseason. There are. Um, well, uh, in high school, could this ever be something that's established? And I think a lot of the same parallels will come back to a shot clock in basketball where – Forget any of the rules and if it the the if it's good for the game, if it's not, if it's needed. I think it's, it would really come down to again just logistics yeah. and could you set it up? Now the one workaround is not every high school f- football field has a play clock. The, the the officials on the field keep that. 
Could you have a situation where the umpires are also in charge of a of a pitch clock where you give a five second warning, you give or you have hand signals to do that? That would be the one possible way maybe around that. Yeah, I, I think it, it can be done. There's the obvious, you know, all the financials to it, whatever. I mean, it, it's it's something that while you're waiting to get the technology to all these schools, like you said. Guys could have a stopwatch. Guys could make the. I mean, there are ways where you could work it in, and and I and I think it it would improve the game. I think it would improve the play of the game too. Again, keeping people focused, giving it a flow. You might also get kids who just aren't interested in playing to want to play if if you if the game moved along a little faster. And it doesn't have to be the 15 and 20 second increments it is. Um, and no, and you the can MLB, work out you could something reasonable. put it maybe a bit longer, but it was just something, you know, you see the rule change, you wonder how it's going to, how it's going to affect uh, the, the lower levels. But immediately in the first game I watched with the pitch clock, it was evident that it was an awesome change and no there's not less baseball there's just less time in between the baseball it doesn't take away now are baseball games in high school terribly long no most don't go more than a little over two hours if they're taking a long time but I just think the rhythm of the game is really solid at the major league level with it I think it really just gives you a pace of play and not to use that cliche, but you do feel like you get into that rhythm of, all right, pitch, do, do, do every 15 seconds. You're getting at least something to pay attention to, and you don't have to worry about and all the, all right, I'm calling time, all right, I'm stepping off. The other ones I don't know if I 100% like yet are the only two pickoffs over and uh, the banning, the shift. Those ones we can talk about, but the pitch clock is the one I am – all in 100%. The other ones, I'd have to see more, but right now I could take or leave those. Yeah, I mean, the I don't know that I'm nuts about the only two throws over because I do think now you're potentially giving advantages to base runners, things like that. Um, the shift thing, I don't get it. Uh, in the major leagues, I don't get it. Like... Hit the ball to where the, the – like, I get it. It's all about the home run and, and all of that. But if you're making more outs because you're stubborn, then good for the defense. They're smart. Yeah, the, the only rule change I could ever compare this to is, is in the NBA where you have defensive three seconds, where that's probably the closest thing where they said, all right, this defense is – too strong, too overpowered against the offense, and it it takes away from the game. So you can't be in the key for three seconds offensively or defensively. That's the only rule I can think of in any other sport where it just gives a flat-out advantage to the offense because the way they were running that defense Mm -hmm. was just too good. And they said, yeah, that we, we want more offense in this is going to take away from it because now everyone's doing that. Yeah, and and the NBA has kind of tried to be flexible because they allow them to do certain types of zones now. Uh, but it's 
it's still a, a higher pace game, and, and I do agree. You can't let a, a seven-foot monster just stand in front of the basket and swat the ball away. People will stop watching. So, I mean, that's <laughs> that's the only thing I could compare the shift to. And it's not as if the shift's completely dead. I mean, you just it's just limited. I shouldn't say it's the shift's gone. It's restricted. Yeah. So you still have three guys basically on a half a field. You just take away the third baseman standing in right field. So when you hit a, a frozen rope into right field, it's not caught by the third baseman standing in front yeah. of the right well, field. I mean, and now the, the shortstop or the second baseman, depending on the they're one step on the side of the bed, yeah. but they're essentially where they would be anyways. So it's it's more limited in that regard, and and those would be the ones actually that could get put into the lower levels quicker because it doesn't require. It's just a rule change; it doesn't require any technology implementate yeah. implementation. Um, the pickoff one. That one I need to marinate on a little bit. I need to see how it works for a full season because stolen bases are fun, um, but I don't know if that was necessarily an issue in the high school game where we were getting plenty of stolen bases, yeah. it felt like. Yeah, you, you get you get a lot of base movement already uh, in the game, and I think it's it's kind of uh, unfair to, to limit a pitcher's ability to keep a runner close. Um, but... Um, it's interesting. I'm like I'm definitely not against a pitch clock at the lower level. I actually not just for the speed of the game and, and all of that or the length of games because as you said that that's really not that. I think I had issue. one game go over three hours last year, and that was an extra inning game. Yeah, uh, it's I I think it keeps everybody sharper. I, I just think it's it's better for the players involved in mm. the game. Um, I, I think it helps with, with focus and sharpness and crispness of play, which will make you a better player. Right. Um, and, again, there are possible ways to implement it without uh, being – without having to put all the technology in. The question is, how is it going to be enforced when it's not so cut and dry with a clock that's 10 feet tall sitting in the outfield that you can look at? Yeah. But that was just something I was thinking about because at least watching the Major League game, it is an awesome, awesome uh, change. And I, yeah, okay, maybe there will be a game where you think there should be that dramatic pause, but you don't even, you probably won't even notice it because it seems like the players at the Major League level like it and it never feels rushed. To me, like it never feels like the guys grabbing the ball, going, "All right, crap, I got to get ready." Oh no, I'm not ready. Let's go. They just you get into a rhythm, and I bet you by June or July, you might not see. You will go days without seeing the violations. There weren't that many on op the opening series to begin with. Yeah, um, yeah. I this is something that by the end of the season, you'll even forget that their timing. You'll just become so used to watching them, and the players will become so used to. The pace of the game. Yeah, and again, it just moves everything along so nicely. But um, that's it. Hopefully we'll have games to talk about on Wednesday. I I do hope hope so. Again, the temperatures sounded all right when you read them off to me, but the, the, uh, the rain yeah. did not sound all right. Yeah, it's supposed to uh, rain for a while. Boo. So. Because I was actually kind of looking forward to, to getting it going, you know. I haven't. 
called a lot of games recently with basketball winding down, and uh, I was kind of itching to to get out there. And and you know, two, I want to get the mystery out of it. I want to see everybody play a couple of times and and get a feel for how it's right. going to go. So. Right. No, I'm excited to get back out there as well. All right. Uh, anything else? No, I think that should do it. Uh, hopefully, we have stuff to talk about Wednesday. Tuesday, you have two in Croslex and softball uh, against Port Huron, and I have Divine Child and St. Clair baseball. All right, so let's get it off to a good start. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.